Have you ever had a situation happen in your life that you weren't expecting, good or bad, and said to yourself or out loud, oh my gosh, I just fill in the blank, now what? Me too, friend, me too. I've had quite a few actually, and in the moment, I never knew what I was gonna do next. Of course, I had to figure it out, sometimes the hard way, but I did figure it out. So join me and some amazing guests this season as we all share our own, I just blank, now what stories, so we can all learn from their transformational lessons to help us all answer that lifelong and often paralyzing question, now what? Hey friends, are you having a I just feel sluggish now what moment? Me too. And when I'm feeling a little low and need to pick me up, I turn to the Arbonne 30 Days to Healthy Living program to help me reset. It's not a diet, it's a lifestyle. The 30 Days to Healthy Living acts as a reset in establishing healthy habits so you can get more energy and feel fit with clean vegan nutrition. Arbonne's mission is to empower people to flourish with sustainable, healthy living. So the 30 Days to Healthy Living set and program are specifically designed to do just that. It helps you identify foods that might not be serving your body well, while you focus on adding nutrient-dense, plant-based whole foods into your daily routine, creating sustainable habits for a healthy lifestyle that lasts. So if you want to get started on your path to healthy living with our number one nutrition set featuring nine plant-powered products that make healthy living easy, head over to jessicastevenstoronto.arbon.com and click on the Healthy Living tab and check out the program. Join me each month as I help dozens of people feel fit and their best with this amazing program. It's definitely not a diet, it's a lifestyle. And if you wanna live well and feel fit, join us on the next 30 Days to Healthy Living. So head over to jessicastevenstoronto.arbon.com, check out that Healthy Living tab, and let's help you go from feeling sluggish to feeling great. Hello everyone, and welcome to season three of I Just Blank, Now What? I'm Jessica Stevens, your wonderful host, and big, big thank you for everyone for joining us for the launch and kickoff of our very new season. It has been just over a year since this podcast came to life, and I'm just still in such shock and awe that we are here most days. It's been a year of lots of work, dedication, amazing guests, and beautiful conversations, and so, 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 so many lessons. So one thing that is going to stay the same here on the podcast is those beautiful stories. So that is going to be at the heart and center of this show always, and I'm just so looking forward to bringing more voices, more stories, more experiences across a very diverse spectrum of people to the show this season. So the lineup is looking pretty kick-ass, if I do say so myself, and I'm excited for everyone to tune in each week and hear these beautiful stories and connect with these amazing people and the brands that will be part of the show this year. And yeah, it's going to be awesome. But before we do that, I'm going to be sharing a little bit about my journey and my experience in getting to this point in the show. And today's topic is about imposter syndrome. 
which if you have never heard of imposter syndrome before, that's okay. (laughs) You may have felt it or experienced it, but you just didn't really know what that was. So to put it simply, imposter syndrome is the experience of feeling like a phony. You feel as though at any moment you're going to be found out as a fraud, like you don't belong where you are, and you only got there through dumb luck. It can affect anyone, no matter their social status, work background, skill level, degree of expertise, or anything like that. So I, at the end of season two, as I was preparing and planning for this new season and thinking about, you know, what I wanted to do the show and, you know, was I even going to continue? You know, what did I want to change? What did I love about season one and two? What new experiences did I want to bring? I went through an extremely paralyzing bout of imposter syndrome. So I really started to question myself and the show and whether or not, you know, why I was going to continue it. Why would anyone want to keep listening to it. But more importantly, as I wanted to expand the show and bring new elements to it, I started questioning and doubting, well, why would anyone want to do that, Jessica? So at the end of season two, if you listened to that last episode, you heard me talk about my Patreon that I launched for the podcast. And this is for people who would like to be patrons of the show and donate to support the show financially. And I will openly admit I struggled with getting that going because imposter syndrome kicked in. It was a Jessica, who do you think you are to be asking people to donate to the show? Like, why would they do that? What val- how much value are you really bringing to people that they'd be willing to spend, you know, $5, $10 a month to hear you talk or get access to some other things from the show or be able to, you know, just want to support the show? So I went through like a downward spiral of imposter syndrome for several weeks Actually, if I'm going to be honest, it was a mild case for several months and then a really bad case for a few weeks there at the end. And I was like, oh my goodness, like, why is this happening? And so I was kind of going through my memory Rolodex of other times in my life when imposter syndrome kind of raises its ugly head in my life. And I was kind of going through my Rolodex and like, okay, so... Whenever I was getting ready to move on from a job to somewhere else and I was looking at job postings, I distinctly remember feeling this feeling of reading a job posting and thinking that the job was amazing and wonderful and awesome and so cool and then reading the requirements and then telling myself, oh, you are definitely not qualified for this job this job is too big for you? Or why would they want you, Jessica? Like, why would this company want you to fill such a role? So that was one moment in history when I remember feeling the same way that I was feeling a little while ago about the show. Or when I launched my business, imposter syndrome definitely kicked in there of, you know, who do you think you are? You have never run a business before. Why would anyone want to buy anything from you? Or why would anyone want to join you in your business and learn from you? Like, this is crazy. So those were kind of, you know, the things that reminded me of the feeling that I was feeling now. And what made me kind of tune into like, oh, 
whenever I feel like this, whenever this imposter syndrome and self-doubt and who do you think you are and why do you think you can do this story start popping up in my head is when I'm on the verge of leveling up, when I'm on the verge of doing something more in terms of stretching my boundaries, breaking out of my comfort zone, and going for more. That is always the time in which this nagging feeling or like negative monster that sits on my shoulder in my head starts, you know, chirping in and giving its two cents. Actually, I think it was like $100 worth of opinions that my imposter syndrome self was contributing to the conversation. And that made me realize like, okay, well, that means that this feeling that I'm having is actually a good thing because it means that I'm really on the verge of doing something bigger than me and I'm growing. And so if this is the feeling that I go through when I'm growing and I'm leveling up, well then just feel it. It might be the thing that I need to push myself to the next level, to push myself out of this comfort zone that I've been sitting in for the last year with the show of we're in a nice routine. We have great episodes. We have wonderful guests and and all the things. But, you know, my big vision for the show was to have it be a platform that, you know, supported obviously our guests and our listeners with great stories and, and lessons, but help entrepreneurs as well introduce their services and our products to other people who were looking to better themselves. And I've had some amazing guests with some amazing services and products. And Jessica, you know, you got to create opportunities for them to share more of what they're doing. And so even the thought of putting in some sponsored episodes made me want to vomit. Like I was like, oh my God, advertising and ads, and it's going to change the tone of the show. And uh, like, it just made me like creepy crawly. But then I remembered, well, I am the show. This is my show. I get to decide what appears on this show. And so I know that any brand that I bring on to share a service and or product with all of you is going to be perfectly in line with the mission of the show. And that is helping us all improve and get better at being the best version of ourselves. And for those who appreciate and value the show, why not give them an opportunity to donate and contribute to the production of this masterpiece of a podcast? If they're getting value out of it, yeah, then, you know, they'll want to contribute. So give them the opportunity. Some people may not want to, and that's totally okay. But for the people who do, don't reject yourself on their behalf before they even have an opportunity to decide whether they want to or not. So that was the conversation that I had to have with myself really hard over and over again to even get what we're doing in season three now started. So yeah, imposter stream room, it is not a fun space to be in, but if you are feeling it, I want you to embrace it. I want you to know that it just means you're literally on the verge of greatness. You're on the edge of leaping out into the world and accomplishing something that you have never done before. So honor that. And I literally had to tell myself that over and over and over again 
to help me knock <laughs> this imposter syndrome session out of my head and it helps. So I'm going to kind of share a few of the things that I did to help me kind of knock this imposter syndrome down a few notches so that I was actually able to action the things that I wanted to do and get this third season produced and, you know, find the amazing partners to come on the show with me and launch that Patreon <laughs> and put that link live and have people contribute and donate to the show if that was something that they felt called to do. So here's just a few signs of what imposter syndrome could look like. And then I'm going to talk about a few things that have really helped me in turning down the volume of my imposter syndrome so that I can actually work. So an inability or realistically assessing your competence and skills. We all have skills, but we like question like, are our skills good enough? This and that and the other. So it's attributing your success to external factors. The only reason you're successful is because this happened or that happened or you got lucky or, you know, you were at the right place at the right time. So that is part of imposter syndrome, saying that it wasn't you, it was something else that made that thing so great. Fear you won't live up to expectations. Ooh, that one is huge. And that one is a big one for me and always will be is I have very, very high expectations of myself as a person. And if I don't achieve the things that I set out to do, I beat myself up so hard. Sometimes it's really not a pretty look. So I always have to find grace, pockets of grace for myself of being like, hey, you achieved this. This is really good. So one thing that I do to kind of combat that expectations piece is writing down a list of all my achievements and the things that I have done great. And it is a very, very hard exercise to do. I will not lie to you. It literally brings me to tears. If you can't tell by the quivering of my voice right now, I am actually crying sitting here in the studio, even thinking about talking about my achievements. And this is something that most many women, I'm not going to say most, many women face. I was getting compliments from other people, probably the hardest thing for me ever. Like I remember, I think I mentioned this in a previous podcast, is at one of my jobs years ago, the president and CEO stood up in front of the entire executive team. We were away as a offsite and I was one of two women. There was only one other woman there, but I was the only quote unquote junior employee there. I was not an executive. It was the first year of me working and he paid compliments to me and thanked me for all the work I had done to set it up. And I literally was like standing there quivering and it, like hot with embarrassment. I was like, oh my God, he's talking about me. And I wanted to, I wanted to cry. So Receiving compliments is probably one of the <laughs> indicators that you might be having a little bit of imposter syndrome going on. And so self-doubt, sabotaging your own success, that is definitely a part of imposter syndrome is you will literally consciously or unconsciously find ways to ruin it, to ruin your own success. You'll either just not do something even though you know it is exactly what you need to do or, you know, subconsciously something will happen and it'll kind of break <laughs> the tower of cubes will, you know, fall and crumble. And it's self-sabotage. You will do something to purposefully, intentionally destroy the thing that you're trying to build. 
it's a crazy, crazy, crazy thing. And then set very challenging goals and feeling disappointed when you fall short. So yeah, that's part of that expectations. So those are kind of the telltale signs that you may have some imposter syndrome going on. And when you're agonizing over things too, right? Like I was agonizing for weeks over setting up that Patreon site and wanting it to be perfect and wanting to make sure that the the tiers were just right and you know, once it was out there, I could, you know, had this mindset of like, I, I got to get it right because once it's live, it's live. You know, I can't change it. I can't fix it, which is completely untrue. You can always go back and you can always fix and you can always edit. But in your mind, you're like, it's got to be perfect. And so I was delaying launching that Patreon site for quite a while because I couldn't figure out like, what are what are the rewards? What are the benefits? What are the things I want to give to these people who are going to be paying me for all this behind the scenes extra content? So yeah, so that's something else. So here's a couple of things to think of that you might have in syndrome. So ask yourself the following questions. Do you agonize over even the smallest mistake or flaw in your work? That would be a resounding yes for me personally. Do you attribute your success to luck or outside factors? Sometimes, yes, I absolutely do that. Are you very sensitive to even constructive criticism? (laughs) A big yes for me, again. Do you feel like you will inevitably be found out as a phony? Sometimes, I absolutely do. Sometimes I think to myself, like, okay, clearly this podcast thing was just, you know, season one and season two was a fluke. (laughs) You had great guests. That's why the show was so successful. But can you carry this show beyond that? Can you yourself, are your episodes that you do here solo attracting people and are resonating with people or is it only those guest episodes that people love? So those were some of the stories that I had going on in my head too. And then Do you downplay your own expertise even in areas where you are genuinely more skilled than other people? So if you answered yes to any of those things, that you may very well have a mild, medium, or severe case of imposter syndrome. So one thing that I do is, as I said, I write that exercise of writing my own accomplishments and honoring and celebrating the achievements that I've made. I also write down a list of my mistakes because you also have to honor and give thanks to the lessons that you've learned along the way. So it's not only about the moments in which you have done great things, but it's also the moments in which you have done not so great things that you have to acknowledge and list out so that you can see that, yes, you are totally capable and you are smart and you're brilliant and you're strong and successful and you're talented and, you know, you ran the marathon and all the things. But you also have to list out the times in which you were maybe at the lowest moments or you were off your game or not the best and still honor and celebrate those things to combat and equalize your highs and lows, right? Because that's the thing with us overachievers is that we live in the high and we're always chasing the next high moment and the next thing and the next goal and, you know, next title, whatever it is. But we also have to honor and celebrate kind of the lower peaks and bring those to kind of even them out. So we're kind of running straight so that the emotions don't get too high and they don't get too low. You, you don't beat yourself up too much when you don't succeed. And it kind of helps even things out a bit. So I make both lists, all of my achievements, but also a lots of my failures. But not only do you list out, you know, the things that you've quote unquote failed at, but you write the lesson that you learned from that thing, because that's, that's the win right there. Those are the gems that you're looking for are those things that 
have helped you improve and made you better and got you going. So that is some of the stuff that I do. Another thing that I do, and I'm going to share it with you right now, is I read a passage to myself. It is literally the home screen of my phone so that whenever I am feeling a ways (laughs) and my imposter syndrome is kicking in in high gear, I can turn to this passage and it just immediately brings me back to reality, really. It tells me that I am doing great work, (laughs) I am successful, I am all the things that I aspire to be, but it just really helps me remember to stop shrinking, to stop backing into the shadows, to stop hiding my talents and myself, and putting myself out there for all of you to see and hear and critique and criticize and know that we're all human and we're all doing our best, but we all have gifts. So it is from Marianne Williamson. If you have never heard of her before, please go Google Marianne Williamson. She is an amazing author and has written several books. And I guess people would refer to this as a poem and it's called Our Deepest Fear. So this is from Marianne Williamson, and I read this regularly on the daily, if sometimes when necessary. So here we go. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. You playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine as children do. We are born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It is not in some of us. It's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. We are liberated from our own fear. Our present automatically liberates others. So that is the poem that I have on the screen of my phone. And I read that to myself whenever I get into this self-sabotage, imposter syndrome season. And I use that to pull myself out, to remind myself, like, Jessica, you are doing a good thing. You are doing a good service. You have the show is helping people. Reviews have been coming in. People appreciate and and love the show. They get so many lessons from it. And in order for this show to continue to survive and be on the air, you need to do something to have money coming in to continue the production, to pay the producer, to do all the things. So it is completely okay to ask people to donate to the show. It is completely okay to bring quality brands on here to partner with who want to share their gifts and their services and their talent with the world too. So yeah, that is that is what I literally have been combating over the past couple of weeks and months as we get ready for season three. And I just ask that all of you take the changes that will be coming with the season and embrace them. And I promise that the quality of the show will never diminish. People that we will be partnering with will be 
like family and friends. And most often they're going to be guests on the show who have something a little extra that they want to offer you. And if you do love this show and if you have gotten value of it and you would like to see it continue and support the season, you know, season three and beyond, and you want to, you know, contribute $5 a month, well, then I welcome you to do it. Our Patreon is listed in the show notes. You can go and check it out. It is very affordable. I made sure to keep it at a nice little low price point. It's less than a cup of Starbucks coffee to be a patron of the show. And if anyone wants that, you know, all access inclusive version, it's $10 a month. So go check it out. Ask me questions. And if you are feeling like an imposter in your own life right now, I want to encourage you to just step back and just think, why are we thinking this? What is going on in my life right now that is making me have so much self-doubt and question my abilities and my gifts and my talents? And if you are feeling that, that could very well mean you are on the verge of greatness, my friend. And I want you to lean into that feeling and push through it because most often we are feeling our worst right before we are becoming our best. So please know that if you have a version of imposter syndrome, that it is completely normal, that it could be actually a very healthy thing for you as well, as long as you are able to push through it and still act on the things that you know you want to do and and are going to benefit you and the people in your life and others, and you do not cower away into the shadows, but feel it. And if you're feeling it, be like, okay, I'm feeling this thing. It means something great's around the corner. So it's kind of like a version of feel the fear and do it anyways. That fear is our brain's way of protecting us, right? Our brains, I've said this many times on this show, our brains are computers. All they do is read the data it's given. It does not know the difference between a truth and a lie. All it is is information. And so whatever you tell your brain, it will start to believe. So please go and say positive affirmations to yourself, believe in yourself, and rewire that thinking that you are a phony and a fraud. You are not. You're unique. You're, you're beautiful. You are your authentic self. You cannot be a phony and a fraud as long as you are showing up as yourself mistakes and all. And that is why it's so important to honor the missteps that we all take so that we remind ourselves that we are not superhuman. We are mere mortals <laughs> and mistakes and things happen along the way, but they are only a season. It is not forever. If you are in a situation in your life right now where you are not thriving or in love with what's going on, just remember that this is temporary. Everything in life is temporary. This can all change in a snap. People can fall, but people also can rise. And, you know, wherever you put your focus and your energy, that is what's going to grow. So a lot of energy and focus and dedication went into this show for the past year for season one and two. And here we are starting season three in a really great position to be able to do more and serve more and help more. And I had to remember that, that that was the mission of the show, or I could have easily have just shrunken into the shadows and turned this whole thing off and no one would ever hear another episode. I, that was an option for me, but I chose not to 
pursue that path because I have I had a very strong conviction that this show was not only helping me, but it was helping others and it needs to stay on the air. And so whatever I had to do to keep the show on the air is what I was going to do to make that happen. So I pushed through that phony fraud thought and made sure that I kept going. And I know that you guys can do that too, whatever it is that you're facing, whether you've been laid off in another round of the great recession situation that's happening right now, there's been a lot of layoffs happening, or if you've resigned from a job because, you know, it was just more than your mental health could handle, just know that whatever happens next is what's meant to be because you are being intentional with your life and your purpose. And you will find another job if you are somebody who's been laid off. A better opportunity is coming your way if you are somebody who stepped away from a, a job because that place was not for you. I promise you that action is just aligning you to be somewhere where you're meant to shine and work and be your best self and serve others in the best way. And if you are riding a wave right now, you need to keep riding that wave. You need to be showing up strong and going for more because there's a whole bunch of other people who are watching you and are feeding off of your energy and your abilities and you're inspiring others to do good work just like Marianne Williamson said like when we shine and step into the light and be our best selves we actually give other people permission to do the same thing and so here I am putting myself out there shining my light asking people to support the show and hopefully that encourages one other person out there to know your value and know your worth and negotiate your next salary to be what you are deserving of or you know raise your prices if you're an entrepreneur because you need to in order for your business to continue and thrive go and do it the best way to move forward is to honor yourself and your talent and your work and what you bring to society so yes, I just did the scariest thing for me personally, and I'm giving you permission to do the same for yourself, whether you're in a career or you're a business owner and you've been waffling about asking for more, going for the raise or raising your prices or adding another service or, you know, stop working with a client or whatever the situation is. I hope this gave you permission to go for it too in watching me very uncomfortably do something out of my comfort zone and share it literally with the world. All of you are listening to this right now, whether you're listening to it on the launch of the season or you're back in the archives, just know that we all go through moments in our business and our lives where we do not feel our best, but it is up to us to decide if we're going to cower and cave or if we're going to push through and come out on the other side. So that is it for me this week, the launch episode for season three. Thank you so much for being here with me. And I appreciate every single one of you for helping me keep this show going and to sharing it with others. So if this episode resonated with you, please give it a like, a share on social, give it a rating. Or if you know somebody who is in a spiral of self-doubt and an imposter syndrome, please share this episode with them because it just may help them figure out their own. Now what? I will see you on 
Instagram at jess.loves.life. Send me an email at hello at jessicastevens.ca. And of course, go and join me as a patron of the show at patreon.com slash I just blank now what the link is in the show notes. You can go and check it out there. Thanks everybody for a beautiful episode and being a wonderful audience. And we will see you next week with another episode of I just blank. Now what? Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate it more than I can say. Did you love this episode of I just blank? Now what? If you did, be sure to subscribe on your fave podcast platform. And if you're on Apple podcasts, please leave a review. I do love reading them. And if you know somebody who's experiencing this story or something similar, please share this episode with them. It just might help them figure out the answers to their own now what questions. Have you recently had a now what moment and aren't sure what to do? Reach out to me at jessicastevens.ca and submit your story and I'll help you figure out what to do, how to move forward and help you answer now what. See you on the next episode.